You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Okay, this is a completely different tangent, but I got a joke here. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, well, it's about uh, work because at, uh, I want to do a Venn diagram of work. And so you uh-huh. have, you know, you know how a Venn diagram works. So you have mm-hmm. the yeah. things that could possibly go wrong and the things right. that do go wrong. Well, unfortunately, this Venn diagram has one circle. Um, because it seems like at work, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. Will go wrong, right? Yeah, that's kind of the story of my life. And I think, folks, that's how we're going to start Geekiest Show ever this week. We've been <laughs> bullshitting and stuff here. and but Not that, us. Us? No, no. We are very intellectual. We do not uh, uh, disseminate uh, uh, information that is erroneous or not. Oh, what the hell am I talking about? Yeah. yeah we'll really? Just... What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is oh. not a pharmaceutical commercial here. Yeah, although sometimes I wish I was high on something. It cause anal leakage. Oh. Uh, that's most of our episodes. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a little self-deprecating humor there. But um, So are we actually doing this? We're actually recording this in FaceTime? Is this like our, our maiden voyage FaceTime? This is going to work? Well, we hope so. We'll give it a shot. Uh, we I, I've done, we did some test recordings here, and we'll see. Um, I'm a little concerned about the audio quality, not the quality itself, but the volume. I'll see what yeah. how it comes out. Maybe it's just because I'm trying to listen to two things at once here is the problem. But it might, uh, and I'll run it through Love later and see how it works. But this is a, a, an experiment, people. So just you know, be kindly <laughs> us. But yeah, we're doing this in FaceTime because I think uh, Elisa was the last can. one. Yeah, Elisa was the last one to finally take the plunge into mm-hmm. Mojave, uh, which allows uh, multiple FaceTimes, um, or multiple in-your-faces, or however you want to phrase this. Um, well, hopefully it won't come to that, but... Um, yeah, so um, I guess we might as well start there. We never planned this out. I just sprung this on everybody, so we're all like, what the hell are we doing? That's the way we do it. Yes, we fly by the seat of our pants. This is how we do it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. It's all but, the singing you're going to get from me. Okay. Yeah, I won't because my throat's a little weird today. But So uh, how I didn't hear a lot of screaming. I didn't hear an atomic bomb going off. So I'm assuming your uh, your upgrade went well, Elisa. No... Big. Yeah, um, actually, I wrote it down. Let me see. I wasn't prepared. I was the one that said there might be a mushroom cloud over the southwestern United <laughs> States. Just looking for where I wrote it down. I wrote it down somewhere. Maybe I, that was for my iPad. I know you texted something about when you started. And, uh, yeah, it seemed we, like it went pretty smoothly. We, we so all some... three of us are on Mojave now. Yes. Uh, we, we... Oh, here it is. Okay. Okay, I have two paragraphs. Um, it took about 40 minutes for the update to finish, and then a few more minutes of putting in passwords. It asked me for a very old password for my Apple ID. When Remember way back when, when it used to be just a name, not your name at email? Mm-hmm. And I just said, I don't know. <laughs> and I kept putting in a bunch of different ones that could have been in because it wasn't very secure back then. That's and then awesome. I even looked in one password, and it showed me old passwords that I was using in 2010 mm-hmm. as an Apple ID, and none of them worked. I'm like, you know something? So what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, you you were almost bitten by uh, ghosts of passwords past, or? No, it, I just finally just said the heck with this, and <laughs> just kept going reason, forward, and everything seems okay. I think okay. the reason that gets kicked up. And I've, I've seen that on client machines is if you had an old Apple ID that was associated with an app that you purchased. Right. On the Mac through the Mac app store. Yep. Or prior to so, that. 
I think that's where it's like dust that gets kicked up. And so yeah, that's probably why it didn't matter. It's probably an app that you don't even use yeah. anymore. Yeah. And that's the same thing fine. happened on the iPad. I bought an iPad Pro. Oh my. But I'm going well, but I'm going to talk about that later. But okay. the same thing, um the same thing where I was asking for the old Apple ID, I'm like, I don't know, but all my apps were there. Cool. Okay. So, uh uh first impressions beyond that, anything yay nay may? Um I don't like the solid background of the dock. Yeah, I don't either. Oh. And the other thing I don't like is when you open mail on the I still use the classic version of mail. And on the left-hand side where you have all your different uh, folders, it's darker than the rest. But at the same time, it's kind of translucent because if you have a website open with, you know, a behind mail, you can see the color coming through. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never, that never happened before. So that's, I don't like that. Okay. Um, otherwise, it, it's, I'm not having the problems that I had before. Messages still stinks. I think messages yeah. is always going to stink. <laughs> that's um, just a beast. Yeah, I mean it's fine on my iOS, but on the Mac, it's ugh, it it needs help. Um, just trying to think. Uh, I tried Stacks for about five seconds. I said no, that's not working. <laughs> uh, all did... my pictures were there. All my music was there. I wrote down how many pictures I had and how much music I had prior to the update, and the same number was there after the update. Okay. I said, okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you have like your your requirements, your benchmarks that you have to meet. What oh yeah, about the video that you were working on, you got it done. And that's it the reason great. why. That's the reason right? why I upgraded because yeah. I got the video done. It took up between the finished product and then all the old files. It was about 168 gigs. Wow. And I'm looking and like I'm down to about 50 gigs of space. I got to get rid of this. So I made all my backups and I took all the files and I put them on an external hard drive and I bought a 16 gig flash drive and put the movie on, gave it to my son so he could watch it. And I said, okay. And then I deleted everything. Never got the space back. I'm like, what the heck? What's going on here? Restarted the computer, did, you know, more backups because I know a lot of times with um, Time Machine, you have all those backups that they do locally. And then when you make your Time Machine backup, then it frees up all your hard space or your hard drive space wasn't working. So I did Daisy Disk and it said, you have all these hidden files and it's going to take time for it to purge itself. I'm like, well, I don't want to wait. So I purged it and it still didn't show that I had the space back. And not only that, I have a 500 gig SSD. On iStat menus, the number kept going up of my free space, 420, 450, free. Like, no, 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 that's not right. That's when I finally said, okay, I'm upgrading. <laughs> and yeah, you finally just, had enough of it. Huh? Yeah, Wednesday afternoon, that was my entire day. It was backing up, backing up, backing up my phone, my iPad, my computer, backing up, uploading. It was my entire day. But so far, so good. Uh, did you try dark mode? Ugh. <laughs> Okay. You know, I thought I was going to love that. And I, yeah, I just I stick in don't like it at regular all. mode. <laughs> I, I've still got it just because I don't want to take the effort to just change it. Uh, it's okay, but I, there were some people getting all excited. I'm going, eh, okay. I was excited because I do a lot of work late at night. 
And I, you know, have realized over the years that having all of that LED light blazing on your eyeballs is not good for insomniacs. <laughs> so mm. I'm always looking for ways to cut down on that for times when I do have to work late at night. But I, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I, I'm the same way. I haven't like wanted to go through the op- the effort to go and make everything dark and kind of get used to it. And I think it's because I do sit at a desk. I, I've been trying to really be really good about setting more healthier boundaries about what I take, you know, when I take the laptop to sit up in bed versus sitting at the desk. And I've been trying to be more disciplined about that. So if I, if I'm not nearly as disciplined and I'm, am going to have to work or if I was, you know, really sick, there are times when I just get really sick and have to work from bed. And I like having that option. And then I probably will try to use dark mode more often because I have been using it on my iPhone a lot. And I thought that naturally I would just kind of migrate towards that on my Mac screen, but I just haven't. So I think it's just because I've been a good girl. <laughs> okay. And you haven't had any apps that have uh, gotten weird because of the update or anything Not like so that? Not so far. Not so yeah, far. Like what, is there any kind of apps that you, that are third party that you rely heavily upon? Um, Audio Hijack Pro. Uh, yeah. I was going to say now, since we're doing this now, Mike, you're recording this in what again? Piezo. Piazza from Rogue Amoeba. Yep. Right. And I'm experimenting, so I'm recording in QuickTime, but it's only going to get my track of things. And I right. started late. So that's the other the other thing I wanted to point out that I, I kind of miss as far as when we were using Skype, a call recorder would just, you know, go automatically and start the timer. And that didn't happen because we're not using that product. Sure. So I had to actually use my Apple Watch or my iPhone <clears> to put a timer up to see, like, how long we've been. But I started it late, so... But that's one thing. That's one gotcha that I okay. think we need to look at. Look at setting a timer so that we know about how long we've been going. Oh, you're right. You're right. I forgot okay. about that. Yes, yeah, Skype yeah. would show us. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least how long we were talking. This isn't showing us how long we're talking until after we hang up. Do you right. have something, Mike, that shows yeah. you? Well, the, the QuickTime does. The, the quick, oh, no, yeah, Piezo has got yeah, a does. counter. Okay. So since I started this recording, because we've done a few tests, it's been 20 minutes since we've started it, and we were doing some conversation beforehand. So, I, so you'll go back out and Yeah, I think it's roughly at the 10-minute uh, mark is where we started. I, I try to keep some – I'll just scrub through until I find mm-hmm. where I you know started the podcast. But, yeah, so I do have something running there. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how FaceTime – how well it works and how well it sounds because, you know, Skype – it's usually pretty good, but every once in a while it'll just get all psycho and you know, um, you know, crap all over the place. And there's been, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it's bothered us too much uh, on this podcast. But I know on Sci-Fi Tech Talk, there's been a few times that uh, we were getting the Cyloning thing. Cylon. Yeah, I don't. We're ma- getting it too. Once or twice, not very often. With FaceTime or Skype. With Skype. Yeah, the other thing Skype. that I found with Skype is if we had to open a website that we were talking mm-hmm. about, it just took forever, which is mm-hmm. why I got into the habit before we started recording of at least opening my websites so they're already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it would just take so me, long. I usually, I usually sync, uh, I usually pause uh, Dropbox syncing. So, yeah, I try to try to limit, like I quit mail, I try to limit the amount of traffic that needs to transfer back and forth while recording. I kick yeah. the kids off. The kids think like I control the internet. <laughs> I'm just uh, gonna let them keep thinking that for a while. Sure. Um, and I just opened a, I opened the geekiest show ever website just for something to, and it seemed to open a little quicker. 
Um, I, and I always assume maybe it's just my internet because you know, um, or my whole Wi-Fi over LTE thing. I thought maybe that was the bottleneck, but no, it does seem to open a little quicker in. Well, I think uh, you you fixed that because you had another router issue that hadn't been routing. Right. Well, I I think you fixed that. So yeah, and I've I've gone around with, and sometimes I just go upstairs and reboot the. Uh, uh, AT&T router and that'll make the speeds go up and it's it's been getting better so I think maybe they're hopefully working on issues and getting stuff to to work so um, no, it's it was Skype because I just clicked a link uh, your pick later that you're picking Mike and yep. it opened right up okay with Skype it would still be going hmm. so I really do believe that Skype was uh-huh. causing a delay <laughs> yeah it was eating up our you know eating the resources on all of our computers and just slowing things down. So okay. FaceTime seems to stream streamline things a little bit, but right. now both of you, you, you both of you use Rogamiba products. You use Piezo mic, yep. and you're using um, Audio Hijack. Audio hijack not right now, I'm not. Right. But yes. And did you try Audio Hijack? Was there a way, or we just didn't fiddle with it? Who, me to use it with FaceTime? To use it with FaceTime? Yeah. Oh, oh you definitely can. All you okay. do is just change the input from Skype to FaceTime. Okay. So now that that's what you would use to record all of us at the same time. But right, not... I would be on one track, the two of you would be on a different track, and then that's if I wanted to edit us both together, so that when one of you was speaking, I would delete my track and vice versa. So I wonder yeah. what what I could use without having to buy those apps. I wouldn't know which one to choose from. Um, but I wonder you could what do, you could do natively. You could do piezo. I think it's nineteen dollars. Yeah. And then oh. what would happen is if I recorded on mine because I also have piezo. So if Mike wanted to take the time to do some serious editing, mm-hmm. we could each record tracks. on our own, and we would have three separate tracks, and he could yep. you know, bring it into GarageBand and do it that way. Yeah, because I think hmm. what's going on right now with Piezo is that it's uh, I'm on one track, and then you two are on another track. So uh, I will have to see if there is some way – I'll have to think that one through. I'll have to see if there's some way I can flatten it so it's all – in one track because there's been some uh, people have record released stereo tracks where you get one person talking the other one ear and uh, uh, the mm-hmm. two is talking in the other ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should be some way I think I'll have to look when I get it into Fission and see if I can flatten it down into one well, mono track. Fission's- Fission's a great app. It should, because um, what I end up doing, because when we were doing um, Call Recorder, I would run it through its little app, uh, and it mm-hmm. would convert it from a move file to a, a, that's, a yeah, AI file. Yeah, that's what I had done. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. I guess without any kind of Rogamiba stuff, I wouldn't be able to record you guys on a track. I can only, because I... Call recorder doesn't work with FaceTime that I know of. Right. We'll I have to see. And there may be, you know, well, I mean, outside of going with um, what's the free uh, uh, Audacity. Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, which uh, and I've used that a few times, and it's, you know, it's good. A uh, little bit of a learning curve to it, I guess, like anything else. Yeah, yeah the uh, interface is a little rocky for me. Yeah, and that's that might be part of it too. But yeah, we'll have to see how the audio sounds on this too. And like I said, it'll take a little experimenting with me, and I'll have to see if there's some way if it sounds a little soft. See if I can boost it in Fission. Because 
I, I have messed around with some of that stuff in Fusion, but it's been a while. I have to go in there and reacquaint myself with a lot of that because when I started, when I took over the recording part of this year, I just run it through call recorder. We'd flatten the file. Um, I think maybe oh uh, maybe when I export it, yeah, when I export it in Fusion, I should be able to tell it to do a mono file, and then it should combine everything. I'll. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, this is a lot of inside baseball here, but uh, um, when I get to that point, I'll figure it out, and it'll give me something to exercise my brain cells tonight when we get ready to uh, when I get ready to edit this stuff. But so, okay, that's our kind of uh, uh, you know our peek behind what we're doing here and uh, everyone's experience with Mojave. Now, why don't we move on to? I think we've got I've got one here, and I Elisa. Uh, yeah, we had. I, we're kind of call it a music service roundup here. We had kind of a few things. Um, I guess the big news for a lot of Apple people was that um, Apple Music is finally going to be, you can play it on your Echo devices. So everyone, as soon as I saw that, I had to tweet you. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to find this interesting. I yeah. think that's effective Friday, right? The 14th? Six, 14th, 16th, I forget. Sometime this week. Let's go with this Yeah, week. sometime this week, end of the week, I believe. Yeah, I wanted to say it was the 16th, maybe it's the 14th. But, mm-hmm. yeah, and for me, it's kind of like, well, if they would have did this, I don't know, six months earlier, you know. Because <laughs> uh, right now, you know, I've kind of made my decisions because uh, I like um, Pandora because of the, you know, the music genome thing uh, for kind of helping me discover music. And Spotify... I, I went with that because I'm also getting my Hulu through there cheaper. So I kind of, I don't want to say forced myself to like it. It's not too bad. And once you kind of get into it and put a little work into it, it's not bad. Because I think Elisa um, responded to a tweet I put out. Um, this thing had come up and it said, uh, your 2018 uh, favorites playlist or something like that. And said, do you want to tweet this? I went, sure, why not? And so it does things like that. So it'll take the music that you play and make a playlist. And then when you get to the end of that, then they'll start making predictions on, well, if you like this kind of music, um, you know, maybe you'll like this stuff. And then you can kind of, you know, thumbs it up, thumbs it down um, and kind of start, tweaking it from there it's not quite as good as pandora uh, in my estimation but um you know elise is giving me a sad face there she just you tried it you didn't like it i'll let you finish okay yeah and (laughs) yeah and like i say and i've i've i'm kind of forcing myself to like it uh i'm gonna let amazon music uh uh the unlimited uh part of it just go um I, and like I said, I, I think I've just decided on these two because I'll make it work. And the thing about – now, there are a few things about Spotify I do like. One, you can import the iTunes playlists that you've created. So um, you can have your playlists there as long as they've got the songs that you had in there. I think there's a few that they didn't have that version or something. Uh, the other nice thing about it is that I think is really cool – you can switch from one device to the other. So I was playing that when I tweeted that out about that playlist, I was playing it on my uh, Google Home devices. And then when I got ready to leave for work, I brought Spotify up on my phone and had it switch from the 
Google Home stuff to my phone so I could continue on listening to that playlist where I left off. And you can do that. So if you started on your phone and there's some other device that has Spotify on it, you can switch it over and ha have it start playing through that, which is kind of a nifty uh, a way of keeping your music going. Because that's one thing about Pandora. If you're listening to a playlist and you have to stop and you know, switch over to another device. You can't pick up where you left off with their radio station, you know, format type thing. So that I think is kind of neat. And like I said, oh, and the other thing I do like about it is that Spotify has an Apple Watch app, and so I can have it on there. I can you can swipe to the right, and you can get your playlists. Uh, you can get. Um, I forget what all comes up. You, there's different things. So you can uh, interact with Spotify on your Apple Watch and bring up music and play it. And then you've got the, the controls on there to start, stop, pause it, go back, whatever. Uh, it's a little – I'm hoping they're going to tweak it. And it's a little – I think a little sluggish sometimes. doesn't always get my finger taps the way I would like it to. But otherwise, I kind of like it, and I'm kind of getting into it. Now, like I say, I – Apple came a little late to this. I suppose I could. I do have music in uh, Apple Music. I could put some on my phone and try it and see how well, you know, I like it and how well it plays on there. But, you know, as far as streaming goes, uh, I've just kind of decided upon those two. So, um, but, you know, that's my thoughts. What are your uh, thoughts on this, uh, Lisa? Well, all my devices are going off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, they're all my kudos. Anyway, um, I signed up for Spotify. There was a, you know, Twitter is a dangerous place for the obvious reasons, but at the same time, I have been scouring it for deals. And this was another deal I found on on Twitter, where you sign up for Spotify for three months for a dollar, 99 cents. And I figured, eh, you know, for a buck, that's fine. But what if you go to their webpage, and let me get it open here so I can tell you exactly. Um, if you go there, it says three months for 90, of premium for 99 cents. Oh, that changed. Mine wasn't, mine wasn't premium. It was regular for 99 cents. But then if you, what you would do is you would go into your account and change it to premium. Your three-month trial would change to two months. And you'd get a free Google Home Mini. Hmm. So that's what I did. Okay. So it cost me 99 cents, not even any tax, just flat 99 cents. I have a Google Home Mini on its way. It said it was coming the week of Christmas. I got an email just before we recorded saying it's supposed to come this week. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, so this whole thing cost me a dollar for two months of Spotify and a Google Home Mini. Yeah. Because I'm not keeping it. I have Apple Music. I don't like Spotify. I used to listen to it when I had the free account. And and you had mentioned something. It might have been last episode where you were thinking about getting a Spotify account for your family. Right. Same household. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, no, I was yeah. thinking about Pandora because... Oh, Pandora. I, oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I looked at both and I can't see any restrictions in Pandora about being at the same physical address. Pa Spotify, uh, yeah, you've got to be at the same physical uh, address, yeah, which so that sucks. Would, 
Yeah, which ends that deal. So even in in my case, I mean, I'm the only person that listens to music. My husband really doesn't. So to get a family plan just doesn't make any sense. Plus, not having the kids live here, it wouldn't make any sense. But I've been trying to give Spotify um, a fair shake, and I just don't like it. It's hard to find things. It's not... It's also, I think, part of the problem is the way I listen to music. I don't want a playlist because anything that's on a playlist, I already own. Right. And if I don't already own it, it means I don't want it. So that's not how I listen to music. The way I listen to music is if you said to me, the new, you know, the new Blondie album is great. I'll go into Apple Music, look it up, listen to it. And if I like it, I buy it. And if I don't like it, I don't buy it. But I might listen to it that way through through Apple Music. But I don't want to hear a playlist because, like I said, I probably already own the songs on the playlist. That's the difference between owning your music versus streaming your music. Now, Pandora I like because you're getting, you're getting all kinds of music. I know, I know that might sound like, well, that's what a playlist is, but it really isn't. Yeah, I know what you In mean. My, you know? Right. A playlist is a – yeah, you have a definitive list of songs there, um, and, you know, you play them. And I like yeah, – whereas in Pandora, it's a little bit more like a radio station. You can kind of tell them, I kind of like this stuff, and then they kind of go, well, based on this, you know, then they'll play songs similar to it. And I like it for the discovery because I've discovered some music listening to Pandora. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, yeah. it's not necessarily a playlist. And um, – Spotify does have um, uh, radio stations. Um, yeah, I think they do. Yeah, they, I know they got playlists. I think they got radio stations too. Yeah, I was looking through the decades because I, you know, I like seventies music, and I'm looking through the, all the songs. I mean, one of the playlists had like ninety different songs, and I'm looking. I'm like, well, every song on here that I like, I already own. Right. Okay. So you know, so for me, you know, I think it's great for people who want to stream their music who do not own their music. But I'm of this mindset where if I say, I feel like listening to Cheap Trick today, or I feel like listening to Rolling Stones today, I just open iTunes and go to my own library and right. I play Cheap Trick or I play the Rolling Stones or I play whatever. Or if I say, I feel like listening, to, you know, I, I really like Rod Stewart's new album. And that's like for real. I really do like Rod Stewart's new album. So I go into Apple Music and I play it and I'll continue to play it until such time I finally go and buy it. Because I still prefer to own. Right. And now, uh, and then, like I say, Spotify will make playlists based on what you like. Uh, So, yeah, there was uh, that one that I tweeted out was your top songs, 2018. Then they had another one here, Taste Breakers. And I thought I'd give it a shot. They said, you know, explore something beyond the genres that you usually do. Uh, And I tried it, and some of it was kind of, it started out with Dobie Gray. uh, Um... Drift Away. Uh, Drift Away, yeah, there we go. Uh, I like that song. Then I kind of listened to some of the others, and some was like, okay, sort of. Yeah, you know, that didn't quite do it for me, but... um that, but then they've got things like your daily mix here. So I've got, uh, I guess, about three of them that they've made based on things I've listened to. One is more of a... It, it's turned out to be more of a classic rock and roll. Uh, another one is more of the modern stuff, the... Uh, uh, contemporary, you know, type thing. Um, and I'm not sure how to classify the third one, but, you know, and it's, uh, I 
that's not too bad. Like I say, it's not Pandora. Um, but, um, um, oh, yeah, we can't hear Melissa. I don't know what happened there. She dropped off the face of the earth. Her video. She, I there. can see her. I can see her talking. Lips are moving. Nothing's coming out. There's people that wish I would do that. Uh, okay, and I. Notes. Okay, the usual plug it and unplug it again. See if that works. <laughs> Okay, we're having our own version of making sausage here. So, um, <laughs> you see, I think the problem with people like you and I, Mike, is that yeah. we have very eclectic taste. I know you like. Yep. How's that? Oh, I think I hear. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. you're back. I unplugged yeah. it. Plugged it back in. <laughs> okay. So, Mike, like you like country music. You know, yep. I know you're a big fan of Garth Brooks. Yep. You like Hailstorm, right? Hailstorm. Yep. Hailstorm. Which is more of the hard rock. Right. But then you also like some mellow stuff. And I'm the same way. I'll right. listen to the Ramones. I'll listen to the Rolling Stones. But then I'll also listen to Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, yeah. And everything in between. So, it's, I think it's more difficult to say, this is what you like. Right. And that's why I guess I kind of like, that's why I'm hanging on to Pandora beyond the fact, you know, I've explained why I have two services because I got the Google Home and I've got the Echo. Um, but uh, I, like, I like Spotify because I can put in, you know, I like songs, I like this song and then it'll try to play songs similar to that. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, um, you know, because then I can sit there and uh, thumbs up and thumbs down the songs. And then, because I've got, like, um, my thumbprint radio list, which is all the songs I've thumbed up. So that's a c collection of, yeah, because I've got some Celt a little Celtic-style music in there, little countries. Are you talking about Pandora metal. or Spotify? Pandora, Pandora. Pandora, okay. Yeah, and Spotify. So, all, all of the services do something similar, right? Like, if we were to compare, there's, I guess there's Apple Music, there's Amazon Music. Spotify and Pandora. Those are like the major four players, would you say? Mm, pretty much. They, they all have, is this true or false? I think they all have a seeding capability where you can say, sure. I like this genre, right. like you were just talking about, or I like this particular artist, mm -hmm. and it'll go out and find things that are similar to that artist or that genre. Right. I think they all do that. It's just that some of them do it better than others. I think that... Right. Like you were, you like you were explaining, Lisa. Apple Music is really great for people. Like I think all three of us fit into the same kind of category where we have the music, we like the music. Mm -hmm. Like we've already defined what we like. We don't really venture out a whole lot, except for like in the case of, say, for an example, the Rod Stewart album. Rod Stewart's a an artist that you've been a fan of for a long, long time, and so when that artist produces a new album, you want to go check it out. So that's discovery. All th I think all four of them have a discovery principle built into them. But again, right. I think it just depends on one, you know, one or more of them do discovery a little bit better than others. And iTunes has been around a lot longer than all of them, hasn't it? I think it's, I think it's the oldest of the four, is it not? Did, Mike, and I don't know, I maybe Pandora you would know this. Maybe next. Pandora? Yeah. Way back when, I want to say the early 2000s, like as in 2000, 2001. Sure. We had a Windows computer, and I remember there was something called Yahoo Music, and it was very similar to Pandora. And I wonder mm. if that's something that Pandora took because you it would. I mean, have. I discovered 
I've discovered some Green Day songs, some U2, um, U2 songs, a bunch of different artists that I had already liked but never heard some of these liked, songs. But discovered new songs. And they would play, it was like, it was just called Yahoo Radio. I think Yahoo Radio, Yahoo Music, that something right. like that. Oh, there was AOL. Wasn't there AOL no, no, this, Radio too? There was AOL Radio. And but then there was Napster. Was, yeah, was but the, this was Yahoo. You had to open up Yahoo. Mm-hmm. And I think you had to sign in like mm-hmm. you would Pandora. Right. And you would thumb up and thumb down songs. Mm-hmm. Because I remember there's and a it was song. Streaming. There, and it was streaming. And I remember there was a song that I thumbed up by Green Day called Warning. <laughs> and I thumbed it up. And I swear to God, it played it every single time I turned that on. That song wow. would come up. And it's funny. It goes, one, every time one of my kids walked in. Uh-huh. That song would come on. It was almost like, <laughs> okay. oh, he's in the room. Play it. Right. Good morning. <laughs> but it's very similar to which, what um, Pandora is now. And I don't yeah. know if one has anything to do with the uh, other. I don't think it so. It been the engine that, that maybe they Yeah, because then all of a sudden it was gone. They you know, right. closed it down. Well, I did well, a quick. typical of Yahoo. They, they dip their toe in and they dabble in stuff and then they get eaten up by somebody else. I did a quick Wikipedia search for Pandora and I don't see anything about Yahoo Music. It says it started in 2000, Pandora Media Incorporated, or it began as Savage Beast Technologies. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm not yes. seeing. Anything. So Yahoo was still going on at the time, if I remember correctly. So uh, they would have been competing services. Well, the company pursued. Uh, a transitional strategy of technology licensing to a- AOL, Best Buy, Barnes & Noble, and Tower Records. Was uh, a- Yahoo part of AOL at the time? Was it ever part of? I don't I, don't, I do remember, and only because Melissa just brought it up, there was an AOL music. Okay. Yeah, I think they were licensing they t- their technology, then I think they took it back and, and did their own thing. That's kind of the way I'm... You know, reading it here, and the thing I that does bug me about Spotify. At one point, the only way when I created my account, the only way, or uh, yeah, I'm transitioning from Spotify to Pandora, but I, I just happen to think of it. I have to use my Facebook to log into um, Spotify because at one point that's the only way you could log in, and I really don't like using Facebook to log into stuff. But and yeah, I don't know that I can go back and change that, it. Though? You, you should be uh, maybe yeah, how would, maybe how would you do that? but uh, yeah I, I switched gears there but because uh, uh-huh. yeah but you, not, you don't want to lose all your playlists and whatnot or right. like two separate thing. accounts that's yeah. the thing it's like they hold your playlists hostage and that's right. what I like about iTunes is you can export those playlists as an XML file and move it to different computers and stuff like that because I, I'm 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 kind of in the same camp as Elisa where I. I own music, and, and own is a, is a loose term. We actually technically lease it because of DMCA or whatever it's called, the you know the digital music rights and things like that. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I have boatloads of CDs and stuff right. like that that I've ripped, you know, that I purchased, that I ripped my own music from and, and digitized mm-hmm. them and have them in a digital library. And all of the stuff that I downloaded, that I purchased, that I, you know, spent. I mean, my gosh, the Thriller album, I have it on... Just about every medium. Like how, many, oh, yeah. how many albums do you know? I have it on cassette. I have it on on DVD or, or CD, yeah. digital and LP. I mean, we've got like all of the, the yeah. mediums of it. It's just that, one of those things. That's me and the Moody Blues. And I was yeah. going down the history of Pandora here. Ze- Zeppelin. I have yeah. all the different media. I 
collected. It's just stuff I like to collect, but yeah. that's, you know, a few artists that I do that. Sure. Now, where, where it becomes different, where I'm tempted to go with something like Pandora or Spotify, and still, I mean, I, I, I like hashing it out with you guys because I still haven't decided which, um, is the, the whole discovery thing. With our own music, that's what was happening. It was like I was kind of getting stagnant. Of course, you know, we want to be good parents and, you know, <laughs> expose the kids to really good quality, you know, talent musicians instead of a lot of the crap that's out there today. <sighs> but then again, I mean, they're kids. They're, they're developing their own taste. We want to kind of, you know, introduce them to a foundation at least of it. But then as they, as they get older, then they're introducing stuff to us that they've heard from their friends. And we can either like it or dislike it. But there's been a few things like Imagine Dragons and, you know, stuff that's come out in their generation that they like that's not in our library because we don't own that stuff. And we wouldn't know about it unless we use a service like Spotify or Pandora to discover it. Because we're using iTunes Music as in the way that Elise is using it. Like, we own the music. We're not using it for discovery we're not streaming it we're just using itunes we're not paying we're not at least paying for the apple music service oh i we're am just using itunes with our own media library but that's where i've tried to decide right. like do i want to go with apple music because we're in oh i am using apple music but it's so expensive is the problem that's well, what keeps me out of apple music like i'm looking at it right now i'm looking at it right now um the for you tip mm -hmm. and it's got like today sunday's albums and it's funny what what pops up Thriller. <laughs> oh my! It's listening to us, like it's 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 showing differences. You know, some pop That's for today. Funny. So it's got Cher and Jackson Brown. And wow. says, since you're into rock, Alice Cooper, REM, Journey, yeah. Nickelback. Sounds like all listen, that stuff. You know, because you listen to pop, the Monkees, the Bee Gees, Michael Jackson. Since you're into Alice Cooper, Jimi Hendrix, Tom Petty, Led Zeppelin, Dire Straits. It knows what you like. And then it's Where got is... artist spotlights, so I can play a bunch of songs uh, based on George Martin as the producer that whole library in there and it's feeding off of that yeah. whereas with pandora or spotify you have to seed it yourself it's like a little digital garden you've got to plant those seeds i have a funny story for you you'll laugh um a friend of ours came over this was years ago we had pandora running on you know an older apple tv and our friend was here visiting he thought he'd be funny and he went into our pan and we you know we laugh about it now but at the time we were like what is happening he went into our pandora app and so I didn't mind that at all. But I'm like, where did all this all this music come from? Put <laughs> some like, like porno soundtrack type music. Like he's just being silly. So yeah. he typed that in for a search, and yeah, there's all genre of music for just that. And so where is this music coming from? Because <laughs> he seeded it while we weren't looking. That's that's the term you use. You seed it. You you enter some genres or some songs that you know of, and then it ends up creating like a channel for you but then it kind of blends everything in because it's just streaming and it's just auto playing and so you feed it that information and then it plays that kind of music for you but for a while there we were scratching our heads like i don't remember putting that in there where did that <laughs> come from oh it was our friend right <laughs> we knew he had been there well i would recommend melissa spending the 99 cents to get spotify to get the free mm -hmm. google home see we're already spotify members that have to use a different email address i think didn't oh. it didn't you have See, it's already been trying it. Like, we yeah, it has. Already. I think I used a different yeah. email. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, um, yeah, it says it's. Um, I think it's worth thirty dollars or something. I figured, you know, I I looked it up first. I looked up what a Google Home Mini does, and it's like for me, it's not going to be able to do very much. But I figured, what the heck? 
I'll give it a yeah, shot. It's, it's I have no idea I where might, I'm going to put it. I might it. think about trying. I don't have any any problems trying it out. It's just the whole idea of them holding your playlists kind of hostage when they're attached to that one account. Like we've already started it a while ago, so we've already got playlists going. We'd have to start all over again, and that frustrates the hell out of me. So that's well. just like a, one of those gotchas that you'd have to decide: is it worth it? How much time you you invested in it? It's yeah. it's, a, it's an investment of time. Whereas like yeah. iTunes is kind of like already built; it's already building off of the stuff that you own. But I just think that Spotify and Pandora do a better job of discovering new stuff. Sure. Which in the case of us, like we have little kids. Get to, you know, you're empty nesters. Your kids have moved out, and then they're contributing to the music that's playing in your household. Ah, really? Uh, okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and like I said, I've created playlists, and I've lost them, and so I guess I've yeah. kind of given up on the playlist thing. I just, yeah. and I guess that's why I kind of like the Pandora. Um, and Spotify to a lesser degree because sometimes I just want when I'm at work I want something that's uh, most of the time I need something to help keep me motivated keep me going so I want something kind of hard fast and pounding um, and I just mm -hmm. um, uh, want just it to work you yeah just to do its thing yeah basically and so um, you know and so I've kind of given up on the the playlist thing although I do have a one or two in in Spotify that I have there and like I say I can then I did like Apple's um um what was it called? You can put a song in and create a playlist based off of that. Genius. Mm -hmm. The genius mm -hmm. mixes. Some of them, uh, you know, based off your own music. So some of them are kind of good. So like I can say I've imported <laughs> that. You can import them into Spotify. So I've got them there. Uh, and then, you know. I like the radio stuff at all? Uh, sometimes. Not, not so much. It depends. that's another way to discover stuff, too. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like the, the, uh, the radio stations are a little formulistic. I mean, yeah, it'll be classic rock and roll. Yeah, I, you know, I, I get that. I like that. TV. I used to love to put. I haven't done it in a while. You just want to play music. I loved putting up video and just having it play like with the fireplace background and all that kind of stuff. Just to have music playing in the background without having to go through. I mean, I've created playlists for like a dinner playlist. Like when you have people mm -hmm. over and you want to have music playing you know, lightly in the background for dinner. I loved like the ambient, like for sleeping, you know, to sleep on salad or something. Mm. <laughs> ambient salad. Where we come yeah, it's going to boil down to price for us because that's a monthly fee that we have to pay. And Apple Music is just too expensive for our family. I think it's like 15 bucks and some change mm -hmm. with tax. That's it a is. lot. For a oh. monthly fee, we don't even pay that for our iCloud service for a month. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, so on top of that, that's a lot to ask for a family with little kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like for an individual or for an older family who doesn't, who isn't constantly having to spend for little kids. Maybe that's better, but it just seems like Apple doesn't get it when it comes to families. Right. Like, okay, yeah. I do ninety nine dollars a year because it's just me. Yeah, right. mm -hmm. and that, but that fifteen for a family plan is about standard. I think that's yeah. about mm -hmm. what. Uh, uh, unlimited Amazon Unlimited is and is it about the same? Yeah, Spotify, Spotify. is fifteen dollars. Really? Yeah, uh, I so think, I think it was Pandora that had the lowest price. Like yeah. I, I think it was like five bucks a month, but I don't know that they had a family well, plan. 
But see, we just wouldn't use it that way for right now because, I mean, the kids have their own devices, but they're not out there streaming stuff. But see, as they get to be teenagers, that's going to be something we'll have to consider. Uh, I was going to uh, uh, look at the. Either you roll it your own or you stream it. Right. And you let it seed it and discover it. It's, I was going to you know, look and see. I, options. I don't know if Pandora has the $5. Did that change? I, Isn't that $5 one the, the ad-free? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a tier. Uh, here we go. Subscription. We need a spreadsheet, guys. We need like a spreadsheet of all the music services. And Let's do see. they have a tier? Do they do they stream? Okay. Do they have a radio station? Do they have commercial free? That sort of thing. Okay, so Pandora. You got Pandora Plus. Listen without added interruptions. Get unlimited skips and replay your favorites. And then I've got Premium. So you get on the de- uh, demand access because. Pandora Plus is just basically a radio station, whereas Pandora Premium, you can play, you can ask to play different songs in okay, there. Okay, here's another question. Spotify lets you download stuff so that you can play offline. Can you do that? Yeah, Pandora yeah. will too. Uh, it'll download your playlist. And I haven't tried like downloading specific mm-hmm. songs on there. But yeah, because uh, before I got the phone with unlimited um data and so i was streaming with my ipod touch i would download or my old uh android phone too i would Mm -hmm. uh download playlists and then play them so you can Mm -hmm. download uh or download a station for even if you have an unlimited cellular plan it's not going to do any any bit of good when you go on that road trip and you drive through the switchbacks oh nothing you gotta have something there so yeah we call it's been important for us to have those downloadable stuff for those long road trips where there's oh, no yeah. cellular service. Yeah, Apple we, Music does too. Right. Yeah, you can download. Uh, see, there's no uh, no cell phone places we call Western South Dakota. Um, there, It's kind of sparse out there uh, in spots. But um, And then one other thing I saw pop up, and I haven't looked into it too close, Pandora is doing podcasts now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, st- yep. that's new. And uh, I don't know is if if this is going to be part of their genome thing. The same. I I just did a quick look at it, and so I don't know. Are, is it going to be if you like these podcasts? Are they going to make recommendations uh, based on what you listen to? I wouldn't be surprised that that's the way it should be. Well, Spotify does it too. Podcasts, yeah, right? They have been for a while. And I didn't realize that I think Pandora, well, I guess I realized and I kind of forgot, Pandora was bought by Sirius XM. Oh. So. But yes. it still remains as Pandora. It's just owned by Sirius. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if there's going to be more, I don't know what kind of meshing together of the two there's going to be. Um, Interesting. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the podcast. Interesting for card planners. Sure. None of you guys have CarPlay, huh? No. No. I got Bluetooth, but yeah, I don't have CarPlay. Right, um, I have Bluetooth. Yeah. Um, yeah. My I, iPhone its combination is my CarPlay, so I wonder how that's, that's probably for CarPlay people, so that they can possibly. use the apps on their CarPlay. Possibly so, yeah. Because uh, where yeah. else would you listen to Sirius, right? You can, they got an app. You can listen oh, to yeah. it. Oh, yeah, I listen to it on my Sonos. Yeah. Okay. You know, or on the Echo, I think maybe the Google Home, too. Yeah. Um, so is it just radio? You can listen to it for free with ads, and then you pay to get rid of the ads? Sirius XM? Mm-hmm. No. No, I have you the pay. all-access account. 
mm-hmm. which means I can listen to it on any device that has the app. So I can listen to my computer, my phone, my iPad, my Amazon. One more subscription fee. Oh, yeah. I love it, though. It's in my car. Well, uh, I've got, I get the, the football games, the baseball games. Okay. So there's more content than just music. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, but it's, yeah, it's music. It's also, if you want um, talk radio, mm-hmm. if you want Spanish speaking stations, they have that, um, all different kinds of talk radio, not just politics, but, um, the, the TV the shows signal, and just, yeah, signal. NPR, yeah. you know, a whole bunch of different stuff. And so you'll I, get that through as you're driving on a road trip. You'd have more, probably more. Um, oh, Mike got the Mike got the triangle with the exclamation yeah. point. What's oh. nice is it's oh. you can listen to like I listen to Seventies on Seven. That's the station I like to listen to. One of the twelve I have pre-programmed. But you can listen to it. if you're doing a road trip from one side of the country to the other. You can listen to the exact same station all the way through, as opposed to terrestrial radio. Once you get you know fifty miles away from the tower. Right. You're gone, and now you got to tune your radio to something else. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even listen to the quote-unquote radio anymore because uh-huh. I have no idea who the DJs are anymore. I don't know. I just listen to Sirius XM. Yeah. Hmm. And I had Sirius XM for a while, but once uh, I got uh, Pandora and those, and I could either download it or then start streaming it, I I let Sirius go because I just wasn't that into the radio format that much and there's only one or two stations i listen to usually hair metal and um one of the metal rock stations something like that i didn't listen to all that other stuff so i figured for me it was just better to uh like i say i just play pandora um when we're yeah, so we're driving really listen to just npr podcasts that's about all right. i listen to as far as uh, you know for talking well. I have to listen. I have to deal with my wife, so she doesn't like <laughs> the stuff that I like. So, uh, um, but the one thing about uh, that's fine. They have earbuds. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and then, uh, but when I canceled my uh, Sirius XM uh, subscription, they would not let me go. I mean, I had to like that's uh, normal. Yeah, because yeah. well, can we hook you up? With, and I'm still getting options. I think I could get a year of. Uh, Sirius XM for $60 a year, I think it is. So they're like the cable company. Yeah, What they'll do, but you have to be careful with Sirius because what they'll do is they'll say, can we offer you uh, 12 months for $100? And you go, "Mm, no, that's really more than I want to spend. Okay, how about six months for $50? Duh. You're going, um, no. What do you think I am, a dummy? (laughs) Yeah. Not really. Lady, I I can do math, so yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but, uh, that's stinky. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm checking my show notes gotta, here, but gotta watch out for that stuff. Cause I know what we do is, uh, I have the all access, but my husband has the, oh, I forget what it's called. Select. I think it's called, but his car radio is different than mine. Like I've got the big screen that has all the information on it where his just says, you know, Channel 31, Tom Petty Radio, and just the name of the song. doesn't have a whole lot of information. But they'll say, well, we want to, you know, and we renew at the same time. So I'll call them and I'll say, okay, I want to renew for this, but I only want to renew my husband for this one. Well, how about we give him, we'll have, we'll give him all access. I said, why would I get him all access when if he wants to listen to it in the house, all he has to do is turn on the Sonos? Uh, mm. Like, why would I do that? Because they want money. Yeah. Sure. So... Yeah, we do the but lesser that, one for him. Isn't that ended up with with Goo Pod? 
that's where go- isn't that where it came yep. from? That's where yep. Discover was born. Yes, yes. Let's try to Yep. Yep. Well, it was actually uh, the uh, L.A. Dolls "Kiss My Love Goodbye," and all it came up was "Kiss My Love Goo." Uh, so <laughs> a, a personal meme was born that day. So. That's right. Uh, and I've never been able to live Thanks it to down yet. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sometimes shorter isn't always better. Um, well, I think, you know, we kind of talked about our music and stuff, so maybe we should, uh, how about we go, did anybody else have anything they wanted to touch on or should we move to our picks? Well, I got to tell you about my iPhone battery. Oh yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We actually have topics in there. We just got totally sidetracked with music stuff. Not Ooh, us. Us? us. Not us. <laughs> sure. us. We can't talk about another time. We, we are, the, we are we, the geekiest show ever. We are laser focused. That's Pretty right. Poor lasers, Squirrel. but yeah, there we go. Focused on lasers, and that's why we can't see shit. There we go. So Thursday, I had an appointment with the Apple Store to replace the battery in my iPhone eight. My I figure I'm selling it to my son when he comes up for Christmas time, and I figured, well, you know, for the thirty bucks, let me take care of it. Now my phone was at eighty percent battery, which is kind of or eighty nine percent, which is kind of bad considering I've only owned it since February. But so as the above mentioned Twitter being dangerous before I left the house, I checked Twitter one more time and I see Best Buy is having an, an a sale on Apple products. And I said, okay, let me look. Well, on Black Friday, they had the iPad Pro, 128 gig, 10, 10.5 uh, inch model, so last year's model, for $649. And I just never got around to buying it. Well, this week they had it for 625 And I'm looking at going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, because I would have been really ticked if I had gone to the Apple Store, came home and saw that because Best Buy is like a few doors away from the Apple Store. So I go down to the Apple Store, get there early. They took me early. And the guy says, uh, we don't have a battery in stock for you. I said, what do you mean? I made an appointment. How come no one told me this? No, he said, well, we'll have it within a couple of days. Fine. So then I went to Best Buy, an easiest sale this person ever made, because I walked up to the guy and he goes, oh, can I help you? I said, I want this iPad, 128 gig, space gray. Oh, okay. He's used to people asking questions and do I get this or do I get this? I'm like, just give it to me. He don't so, know you. Yeah. So I, I know what I want. This is what I want. Give it to me. Here's my credit card. So paid for that and got that all set up so got a new ipad pro so happy about that it's so much faster than what i had i have an ipad air 2 so much faster and what i'm getting trying to get used to is my ipad air 2 i was having a problem with the home button and press 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 Mm. press to finally get it open because of that i'm keep pressing down hard on the new ipad oh yeah i don't need Mm -hmm. to do that i'm just opens right up everything downloads so much quicker and the new iPad doesn't have a physical home button. So like and I don't have the – no, I didn't get the 2018. I got the 2017. So it does have so a physical home button? Have, yep, because I got oh. the 10.5. Okay. Not the 11. Because I, I, I can't justify spending over $1,000, especially because yeah. I'm getting an iPhone XR mm-hmm. at the end of the month, which we can talk about okay. next time. That's why my son's buying my 8, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So I'm ex- I'm thinking, oh, great, it's going to be in next week, as in this week coming up. Well, this was Thursday. Friday night, I get an email saying, your battery's here. Hmm. Like, okay. So now what I'm thinking is, when am I going to do this? Because 
I have jury duty this week. Oh, no. <laughs> and it said, you have until Wednesday to pick it up. Well, the good thing is I do not have to go to jury duty tomorrow, but I still have to call tomorrow night because I could have it Tuesday, and I already have commitments for tomorrow, so I can't go. I was up all night Friday night wondering, do I go to Saturday or Sunday? You don't want to go to the mall during Christmas on a Saturday. Oh, Lord. But I did. I got there right at 10 o'clock. Well, I got there at quarter of 10, got checked in, and... You know, got uh, got seen. As in fact, when the doors were opening, people were like squeezing in. And you know, do they? You know that they clap when they open the doors. <laughs> I've seen that. I've never seen it in person. I'm just thinking, why are you clapping? It's not like uh, a new iPad's been released, a new iPhone's been released. Um, they were they were. It was just so strange. So, give them my phone, and they said, okay, come back. Come back at not before eleven fifteen. So I go back. I get my phone. She she has me sign for it. And she goes, "Okay, you're all set." I said, "I haven't paid for it yet." She goes, "Oh, you don't have to. You're still under Ooh. warranty." My old three GS. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. Okay. Yeah, so that's a that's a little pro tip. If your phone is still under warranty, if it's less than a year old, they'll replace your battery for free. I had no idea. I was expecting to pay the $29 and I, I had no problem with that. that. I tried to do that. In fact, I even, uh. you gotta be careful because some, yeah, it just depends on the genius at the time. Cause I did try that, but see, mine had already been replaced. Like it had already been, had a warranty replacement on it. So it was like too old. It, 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 it can be, but it depends on the year that it is. You know what I mean? Like ours was like two years old or something like that. So it's just outside of that warranty. Right. Well, I mean, like I said, I was expecting mm-hmm. to pay the $29 and I would have been mm-hmm. fine with it That's because right. this was, this was my choice to have it done. It wasn't because the battery mm-hmm. was down to 30% in less than a year it was mm-hmm. my choice. So if they said, okay, $29, I would have said fine and paid for it. And then she said, nope, it's free. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm out of here. I wished I would have done this um, here because the 5S is still on, but and this was learning <laughs> because I had taken, that's why I'm showing you guys this. So this is the old 3GS and I was tweeting about this. I was so excited because I went on Amazon, got a battery kit, cracked the sucker open. This this had been swollen to the point where it busted the case. So that's why I got to be really careful with it because the screws from the bottom are just ripped out. There's no, there's no, there's no using this phone anymore. I only put the battery in it to try to get it to be powered so that I could plug it in and extract the videos and the pictures that were on here because this was Keegan's little toddler phone so I, I mean a lot of it's just silly stupid stuff it's actually pretty cute so I wanted to just extract the data off of that so mission accomplished did what I set out to do I replaced the battery in it I got it powered I got it connected to iTunes <clears throat> there's a I should try to see if I can find the link to the thread um, I use iMazing it's running iOS 6, guys. <laughs> it's running <laughs> oh, iOS Lord. 6, and I was still able to connect it to my 2000 using iMazing and extract bits and photos off. I didn't really realize anything else, but I was just excited that I was able to. This thing was really bloated. I mean, the, the battery inside of it looked like a little pillow, and it had pushed the case apart to the point where, I mean, I had to do it. It was going to explode. <laughs> so, um, so I was glad that I was able to do that. And I thought, okay, well, it was really, really tough. Or, I mean, it, it ended up being easier than I thought it was. But, I mean, everything's so tiny. I just thought, well, it can't be, you know, that much worse. I mean, this was a pretty damaged phone. And I thought that I could 
get into it. And so I tried to do it again then with the Spy Vest. And this one's way more. Screws are tinier. There are really stuck in there. And so I put some links in our show notes about um, the stuff that I learned about this. That I think I'm still trying to process of eliminate, figure out exactly what is happening. <clears throat> the problem is, like, I got it. I got to be in and I had to take it twice back together again. I'm still trying to determine whether or not is it the the battery? Like I don't think the battery is faulty. I think it, it gets power. I can plug it in. I can boot it, but it won't go past the Apple logo. And then it just flickers. Like there was there was a time where I got these stripes going up and down. I was like, okay, I figured that out. That was the LCD cable. There's these little cables that are attached inside. But that's just it. Like you have to process a of eliminate. Okay, is it this cable? Nope, it's not that cable. Is it this cable? And you have to take it apart and put it back together every time. And man, are these screws tiny. So my whole body is like sore from sitting like with these tweezers trying to do the really relative to what I've been doing. I've just been so excited about taking apart these iPhones. Like I, I really love to tinker with stuff and I do like to take electronics apart, but I never been brave enough or just decided to put the effort and the time into it to sit down and do it but it was desperate and I you know saw a deal on a battery so I got it and it's just one of those things where I was an itch that I had to scratch and so I did so now now I'm stuck with this five uh, the battery was so hard to get out it's one of those do you guys you're familiar with those 3m strips where you pull like when you stick it on then you want to remove it you have to pull the tab but you have to pull it really slowly and you have to keep pulling and keep pulling and then the, the adhesive starts to pull away from the actual plastic. That's what the batteries are like inside of these things. If you do it, it breaks off. That was the problem. And so I started Googling and looking it up. And I found this really cool website called uh, iPad. Uh, what is it called? iPad Rehab. And this amazing technician who does these videos. And she shows all of this stuff under a microscope. So you get to see like all the little parts and stuff. So I've now kind of experienced like three different, like you, you went and got your battery replaced last time I had gotten the battery replaced at the Apple store. If you, if you can, like Elisa said, you know, it's probably, on, if it's under warranty, go do it. Just spend the 29 bucks. There's um, okay. Well, let's uh, move on to our, our picks for right now. Um, so why don't we start with, um, Elisa, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, there's yours. Um, yep. You want to see what is this? I should have looked at it before I started talking, so I can yeah. have something clever to say. Oh, you want it? You want sound? Ooh. Yeah, my husband has. Uh, he has hearing aids, and the problem is he can't hear the TV. And if you think about it, the TV speakers are behind the TV. Mm. That doesn't make any sense. So I decided. Um, I recommended to him, I said, how about we get a sound bar? And I explained what it was. And he goes, I think we're going to need that. So I put out some feelers for some recommendations. And uh, someone, uh, Kurt, actually, Melissa from MyMac, suggested the AccuVoice AV200 TV speaker with hearing aid technology, which is why I chose this one over other brands, because this one seems to be made not specifically for people with hearing issues and wear hearing aids, but the technology that will help those kinds of people. 
So that's what I bought. I went to Best Buy. They didn't have it, so I had to go online and order it. It is uh, normally $199.99 on sale for $179.99, at least on the, it's, oh, it's, I'm not sure if I mentioned, it's Zvox is the brand. And what kind of hearing aids does he have? He's just got hearing aids in both ears, just regular hearing aids. Just the regular over the ear, not Bluetooth or anything? No, no, nope. Just, you, okay. you, if, you can't really tell he has them unless you specifically look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're, they're small enough. But he just has a problem hearing the TV. Mm-hmm. And shows that we would have to watch at, you know how a TV remote goes from 1 to 100. Mm-hmm. We would have to watch on 60 or 70, not because of mm-hmm. him, but because the sound was so low from the station. We're now mm-hmm. listening to it 10. Okay. Oh, wow. Because what you do is you turn down, I'm sure this is how all the sound bars work, you just turn the, 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 the remote down to zero on your yep. television, and you use the remote that comes with the sound bar. So do, do they do something to clean up the sound and make it a little better? Yeah, you can adjust the treble and the bass. Okay. Hmm. There's something called AccuVoice, I think it is. I don't have the remote in front of me, but it's supposed to be better for when there's a lot of dialogue. Right. And what it's supposed to do, and it doesn't, it's supposed to make all sounds level so that the commercials are lower. You know, oh, they're supposed to be like, so if, right. a commercial, oh, if the TV's at 15, the commercial's at 15, yeah. right. it all depends. I have found oh, when I've been paying attention. So you're saying it's supposed to. It's supposed to. It, uh, it, it okay. doesn't. Because mm-hmm. I have found, like, if I'm watching something live, which is rare, if it is a commercial for the TV station, for the network, mm-hmm. it's at a low level. But if it's a national commercial, it blasts. Hmm. And that has nothing to do with the speaker. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is because we're, you know, we're watching it on Netflix, Hulu, you know, all the streaming stuff. It's that way with with all commercials. Right. They're always louder. And I would like some sort of technology that would even out voices and music because you're listening to some things where the music will drown out the dialogue. Yes, that was one of his big issues, is yes. that he couldn't hear. So we haven't watched anything. We've only had this for a few days. Okay. We haven't watched anything yet, like, a, a, say, like a big fight scene where there's a lot like of guns. Dead. Well, yeah. I've, I did no, I had to get it after Walking Dead. No, something like, like a Mission Impossible movie, sure. you know, where there's guns and Plus. there's explosions and all these different things. We haven't had the test yet where we can hear the noise and the dialogue at the same level. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there's been so many times we've had to rewind because we can't hear the, what the people had said. Because, right. like, you, like you said, my you music closed, is so loud. Do you put closed captioning on? Do you put the subtitles on? No. Because that's, that's what I do. Like, I, right. I have the same problem. And, I mean, I, I think my hearing is starting to go. I just have to. It's, well, yeah, I do the same thing, too. Okay. Because, you know, my hearing, uh, working in industrial situations a lot yeah. of my life, it's uh, I'm not to the point of needing hearing aids yet. But, um, you know, uh, I do have trouble understanding some things or some people. There are some people I'd like to grab by the shirt collar and say, just speak up and speak a little clearly, please. Yeah, it's a register. It's like a certain register of hertz or something that I think. And I even had hearing tests. They did say that there was one area where I was, you know, diminished hearing. But other than that, they said my hearing was good. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me because I know there are certain... 
registers. They just can't right. hear, unfortunately. It's my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to hear him. <laughs> well, and I'm always yelling at my wife to speak up because some because <laughs> it, it, her mother Maybe talks it's just softly. Marriage. I don't know. Well, there's that too. Selective hearing doesn't always work. Uh. <laughs> um, well, and I think uh, I'll transition to my my pick here because it's sort of I, I did a last minute change here because I didn't see Elisa's, but I changed it because this is something that I'm kind of interested in. And this is a set of earbuds, and it's on an Indigo. Uh, it looks like it's gotten funded, so I think they should be producing it. But I am interested in this. Uh, it's uh, Bluetooth uh, earbuds. It's the Hub Hi-Fi wireless earbuds with a hundred-hour playtime. Well, they what? well the hundred hours. That's you put it in the case and you charge it up. I think the buds themselves. I think I read here somewhere they actually about ten hours of uh playtime which isn't bad because um, when i'm looking for bluetooth things to listen to uh when i'm at work i gotta have a minimum of six to make it through the day because i listen to a lot of stuff and i'm I, surprised that you like this because i thought you liked the bone conducting ones i do but mm. the, but you scroll further down the page they have pass through ambient mode Oh, so that's nice. why I'm interested because oh, okay. the uh, you can have it so that you can either block out the sound or you can turn this ambient mode on or pass through mode, and mm -hmm. so it will also bring in the uh, uh, outside sound. And I looked, uh, and I think maybe I might try. I think I think it said here that. Uh, it will kind of tinker with the uh, the sound a little bit. Okay, yeah. So um, it creates a tight seal. Uh, a, a simple tap of the bud will activate the sound pass through, letting ambient so noise if desired. An intelligent mic picks up frequencies like nearby vocals. Hub narrows down sensitivity towards nearest and loudest source of. Uh, so I think it will do a little bit of processing. Um, mm. While canceling out unnecessary ambient noise, the hub encapsulates you in a conversation bubble with focused listening. So mm -hmm. that that kind of piqued my interest. You know, kind of yeah, almost like a hearing aid. In a yeah, way. a cheap man's hearing aid, and that's mm -hmm. part of my problem. Sometimes I've also I've always kind of thought maybe uh, I should be tested for you know ADHD, autism, something like that. Because there's because sometimes mm -hmm. if there's too Processing. much. Yeah, processing. If there's too much uh, sound going on around yep. me, and especially I guess, if I, I call it overstimulation, I, yeah, I, like I, all of a sudden I can't hear and I just want to get the hell out of there. Yeah, or uh, yeah, or if I'm tired, it gets worse because then it's harder mm -hmm. for me to filter out stuff. My brain just kind of goes, "Screw this." Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I'm, you know, interested in this because if it will. You know, do as it says, or even if it does some of what it says, and I can, you know, tweak things a little bit to maybe amplify certain things because I have a, a guy I work with who doesn't always talk the loudest uh, sometimes or kind of mumbles. So if I can do something where, you know, amplify him a little bit, and if it could somehow block out, you know, uh, some, at least some background noise, some, yeah, any background noise. Yeah, anything would be helpful there. And like I say, just kind of as a cheap man's hearing aid, because I have seen some Bluetooth hearing aids, and they're about 400 bucks. This is... Oh, yeah, they can go up into the thousands. Oh, yeah. yeah. And these are, uh, 
uh, they got different pricing levels here, but they got one for eighty nine dollars, um, wow. which isn't too bad for Bluetooth. Um, and then this hub that you plug them into, you put them in there. It's like the uh, the uh, earpods uh, case. You put them in there; it'll charge mm-hmm. them up. And then I think you pull them out. And again, it's like the uh, you pull them out, and it's instant connect. I don't think you have to go through the uh, oh. turning them on uh, thing. And from the video I was watching, I think you can uh, vocally uh, call out the Apple Assistant. Uh, without having to tap a button or something, that would be nice. So you could have hands free, you know, Hey, you know, make a note, uh, or, you know, give me a reminder or something like that. But, um, and like I said, I'm always listening to, and these, uh, the bone conduction ones I use is nice, but when I'm vacuuming, uh, or doing something in school where it's noisy. I either have earplugs I put in, which does block out the sound, and the sound still comes through the bone conduction, um, or I have another set of uh, Bluetooth uh, buds that I can put in that will block out sound. They sound better. That's the bone conduction. You know, it would make an audio file cringe, but it, it gives me a way to listen to things. But if I could have the best of both worlds where I could have something, I could tap it, block out the out, uh, background noise or block out all the noise. So I could listen to well, the music, would protect your hearing while allowing you to hear better is what it looks like. Sure. Then that- I, it's like then, hearing protection at the same time. Sure. Then I'll just crank up the music extra loud and play some Led Zeppelin and fry my, <laughs> fry my hearing void bones. Void that whole idea. Yeah. No, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, like I said, voided the, the whole mm-hmm. thing there. But like I say, I see it. I, I've, I'm, you know, toying with the idea like I need to buy more crap. But this does mm-hmm. interest me because, you know, if it will, you know, enhance hearing a little bit, I'm not expecting miracles, but if it does that and gives me the option of either not having to pull the earbud out to hear people talk but still have good quality sound. Um, so, like I say, I'm kicking that one around, but that's... Uh, uh, that's I'll very ha- interesting. Yeah, I, I'll put the link in the show notes there, but it's uh, uh, it's on Indiegogo, and it's the Hub uh, Hi-Fi wireless earbud. So, you know, that's got me uh, intrigued and... Like Plus, I'm, it's waterproof. You can wear it in the in the shower, but that's the big reason why I asked about the pass through, because there's no way in hell I in the shower if you can't hear what's coming at you. Right. Uh, so yeah, and that could be yeah. You probably want to turn the pass through off when you're in the shower, maybe, yeah. so you don't have the water hitting it. But uh, it's it's intrigued me. So we'll I'll, I'll if I do, I'll give you guys a report back on it and see mm. what. Yeah, I'm really interested in that. What I uh, what I end up doing. So. Uh, now, uh, Melissa, oh, I think, which one is yours here? Oh, surprise well, I had me. To. One was, one was for, for a joke, but the okay. one that I really wanted to talk about, I was trying, you'll probably have to cut out the, the whole section of audio because I, I guess my FaceTime audio blitzed there, but I was trying to explain about being able to, uh, do these battery replacements in these iPhones and... One of the thing that was one of the the tools that was instrumental was you guys were talking about improving your hearing. My pick is about improving your vision, and this is a, an actual microscope. Uh, this is a professional binocular stereo microscope. Oh, I'm not going to read all like the whole title because it's really really long. But basically, it says that there's 20 time magnification, one time objective LED lighting. There's a boom arm stand. I picked this one. It's 208. 
ours, our, our play money was up to 250 so it fit within that. And I picked this one specifically because this is the type of microscope that you can use with electronics. I didn't want something that I wasn't going to be using slides. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to be, not for biology. I didn't want a biology microscope. I wanted something that would allow me to put an electronic under there and be able to see all the little circuits and stuff because what I was trying to explain before, let me know if it if it falls off again, but I was trying to explain that the the type of battery replacement that I was trying to do, there might have been some damage from when I was trying to pipe the battery out. And the way to be able to tell is to, to look under a microscope or probably a jeweler's loop to be able to see these tiny little components to see if, if that was causing um, to causing it to not register that the battery was getting power or, you know, that the cables were connected. So I just think something like this would be a really amazing tool to be able to look at all that kind of tiny stuff under there. I just, I've always loved Mac, um, macro photography where you take pictures of really tiny things and, you know, blow it up really large and like wonder what that is. Like, Oh, is that sand dunes? No, it's someone finger, someone's fingerprints, you know, just that kind of stuff. So I've always been fascinated with really teeny tiny things and something like this would be an amazing toy for that kind of stuff. That was my pick. Yeah, that does look kind of interesting because there are times, you know, sometimes at school when or even at home here, I'm trying to work on something like say it's awful small or or sometimes you just want to take a closer look at things. And I, I remember when I was a kid. OK, nerd moment here. Um, uh, <laughs> well, my, in the right place for it. <laughs> sure. Um, my I, I asked for my parents bought me a, a microscope and oh, I, cool. I still got it around. But I think I screwed up the lenses on it, so I don't think it uh, works wow. real well anymore. But, yeah, I mean, it was really cool. You get you put things under there and you look at it and you had all the slides that you did stuff with. And so, uh, yeah, that, uh, you know, it's something where you don't have to put slides on because I think at one point I had taken the uh, – slide part off or I'd done something so I could put things on You probably wanted there. to use it for electronics, but it, yeah. wasn't a, it was a biology microscope and you probably well, modified it and it didn't go so well. Back when I was a kid, electronics was mm-hmm. tubes. You didn't need no microscope to see that crap. Nah. nah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So microelectronics came, uh, you know, uh, later on. So, um, yeah. But that is a, a, you know, cool device. So, um well, I think, you know, we'll kind of uh, wrap things up. And unlike the last episode where I forgot to introduce us, because <laughs> um, I got okay. so caught up in the moment. Yeah, okay. I, I get a pass on that one, I hope. Uh, so yeah. why don't we start, um, uh, uh, Melissa, why don't you tell people what it is that you do and uh, where you can be found? Uh, you can find, I just make it really easy for you. It's very simple. You can just find me all or online at the back mommy. Okay. And Elisa, uh, what about you? Okay, on Twitter at Sensei Dai and also Three Geeky Ladies podcast. I do with Suzanne Gilbert and Vicki Stokes at threegeekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. Okay, and if you want to hear more about me, uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at DSC Chipman. I have my about.me uh, page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. And then you can check me out over on uh, Sci Fi Tech Talk at sci fi com And we're going to be recording our 200th episode um, in a couple days here. Um, so, yeah, I've been on that podcast for 200 episodes. And coming up wow. on our next podcast of Geekiest Show Ever will be my 150th episode on our 300th episode. Um, How'd you is, work that one out? <laughs> uh, complete 
uh, accident. It's not like I plan stuff. Have you listened to this podcast? Do I plan anything? I'm just happy-go-lucky here and pray like hell most of the time. Uh, so it just worked out that way. But yeah, if you want to uh, check out, you know, uh, you hear people talk about science fiction and the the tech and the sci-fi. Come listen to us there. Um, and if you want to know more about the show, head over to geekyshowever.com. Uh, and reviews on iTunes are welcome, and we thank everyone who does that. We hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we have had, uh, as we've had fun doing it. And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. Hello, everybody. This is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast, the show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them and of course just what makes them tick that plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in apple what more could you possibly want check us out on the my mac podcasting network or over at essentialapple.com or now available on spotify and soundcloud 